welcome back to Je ne sais quoi. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ada, and it's so good to be back recording. We have another special guest today. Welcome to the show, Lana. Hi, guys. Oh, I'm so excited to Hi. be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for mm. reaching out to us mm. about being on the show. No worries, no worries. I know them from school. We used to we used to do fun fit together. Yeah, those two always jumping around. Fun. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's like one thing that we've been talking about, kind of catching up before the call, reminiscing on our time before online school. And I think we're going to talk about online school today. You know, fun fit and like our little workouts at lunch. That's only one of the things that we look back on with fond memories so I guess the first thing that we'll ask you Lana is like what brought you onto the show why did you want to come on here and share your story okay so recently I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I was at Cam H while I was diagnosed let me tell you something about Cam H a lot of people tend to stigmatize that place you know it's a total perfectly normal place um, with perfectly normal people that have just issues with their day-to-day lives. Being there taught me a lot about mental health. Over there, they don't give you basic things that you need, like fresh air. The balcony is limited. You can only go there for a couple of minutes, and that's it. You're in a musty space full of people. You're kind of driven mad. Um, and it kind of reminded me of all the, like, all the times that I stayed home, not going outside, and getting fresh air. And I wanted to come on here to talk about online school and see people's experience and talk about our experiences because we've kind of been chained to our desk and our chairs for school and it's been tough. I know Michelle, you told me about your diagnosis with like ADHD. Like a month ago, a month and a bit ago. I almost don't remember, but yeah, I got diagnosed with ADHD and I'm still kind of coming to terms with that and yeah being diagnosed like during this time and stuff and you know before I thought I had a learning disability and I always knew like something was up you know like um like I couldn't concentrate and focus and it was just a real struggle and like with school yeah since high school I would say it's been a struggle like the last couple of years getting the diagnosis I don't know was it really relief I guess in a way it was But it was just nice to kind of put a label to it in a way and be like, okay, so this is like ADHD, like this is what I have. But I'm still like, I think coming to terms with it. And I I keep on saying like, I feel like I need to do more like research and like understand it more. And then there's also the whole like medication part to it, like figuring that out. Because initially, like I tried a a couple different medications and it just like made it worse and gave me like like panic attacks and like just it made me very anxious so hopefully now I'm gonna I'm actually trying a new medication so fingers crossed this one works I think it'll like start I'll start feeling something in like a couple months so fingers crossed for that since you're switching medication like is it still a challenge for you to do your yeah, it is. I didn't feel any benefits from it when I was taking it. So I still felt the same like struggles of like, focusing and I'm just like bouncing around like documents and like tabs and like, it's just very hard. And that's why like, online school has been really hard. Like I think finding the right medication for you is like, just really important. 
for me, my when they first gave me medication, they gave me bipolar medication, which is a, like olanzapine. My dad didn't work on me, but what worked on me was uh, it's n- normally treated for schizophrenia, but they also give it to the bipolar patients. Um, mm. Abilify, and that worked for me wonders. So yeah, sometimes it's just about finding that right medication. How does your family feel about you taking medication or like about your time at CAMH, which for listeners who may not know is the Center for Addiction and Mental Health where we live? So I come from a background where um, where my parents don't really like to talk about mental health. They're very afraid of it. They think it's sort of physical. Say you have a stomach ache and then like it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. But mental health is kind of complicated. I don't know how to explain to them like, no, it's not going to go away. It's probably going to be with me the rest of my life. But, you know, it's all about managing it and taking care of it, taking care of yourself. But I don't think they understand that. How they feel about me taking medication. They say they think it's just like, okay, it'll, it'll make you feel better. But, you know, are, are you going to stay on it forever? I'm like, no, hopefully not. It's going to take time, obviously. But for my brain to build up stability against the medication, like for the medication. That's really interesting that you say that your family will compare mental health to physical health. Because I think when people are trying to destigmatize mental health will often say oh it's just like physical health mental health is health those kind of cliche things to like lower stigma around mental health but it is true that their physical the physical ailments and things that we often think of are more temporary like if we're thinking of like a broken leg or something that's like extremely physical there's that distinction. So that's a really interesting nuance. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of tricky with mental health because, like, think, it will creep up on you randomly. Like, let's just say you're going to have a good year, maybe a good month, a good day. You just don't know when it's going to come back. And, and if it does come back, you don't, it won't, it'll take you a long time to get a hold of, like, okay, maybe it's this, this is coming back again. Or it's making another appearance. You don't know that. So it's kind of mm-hmm. tricky. You have to be aware, really aware all the time. And I would say like, you never know, like kind of what you're saying, like what can trigger you and stuff. And like the word trigger itself, like I feel like you see it all the time or you hear about it or online, like, oh, trigger warning. But like, I think in this year, like for myself, like especially with the pandemic, like you would be surprised by a lot of things that you can be triggered by. And I feel like sometimes it's easier to be like, push it aside and, be like no I'm 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 fine like I'm not triggered by this but then it kind of like comes at you and you have to face it um but that's with anything but I don't know I just thought of the word trigger and I want to mention that I don't use the word trigger but what do I use it's not coming to me but I use, there was this word that I kept on using when I, when I was describing mental health mm. that's okay how has that experience of your diagnosis and kind of like the lead up to that or like even you know last year things like that how has that affected your school and also online school? When I first started off high school, I was doing super well, like just super well. And I was enjoying my work and I was understanding it. And this is what I mean by mental health can creep up in you, even during an academic setting. Like I was doing super well and it was the first year of high school, then second year rolled around. And I was doing super well too, but then it was towards the end that things started to fall apart. And it was falling apart at the worst time. Like, just imagine grade 11. Oh, my gosh. Like, and a lot of people tend to take grade 11 seriously compared to the other two grades, right? So it started to fall apart in grade 11. Like, it was so hard to show up to class. At the time, I didn't know it was mental health. You don't realize it's your mental health that's getting in your way. 
but for me, I thought it was just like laziness. I thought it was just like, oh no, what's going on? Lack of motivation. Like, why are you not motivated? Like, what's going on? Like, universities are, your load is down the line. You can't do this. And eventually, down the line, I, I became reckless. Like, I didn't care if I missed the test. I didn't care if I didn't hand an assignment. I didn't care if I was getting zero. Then came grade twelve, and oh my gosh, um, that's when I was diagnosed. But before then, I was like, oh no, I gotta get into university. I gotta get. It. But the, my habits were was still there, like of not caring, like of complete lack of motivation, lack of focus, and I didn't know why. Like I just thought it was just pure laziness again, and it's it's kind of it's kind of like tricky to 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 distinguish whether someone's being lazy for not doing something or maybe it's just something else it was definitely hard so when i got diagnosed it became much easier well not okay there are two aspects to consider like the academic aspect it became easier because now i know my problem now i know why the reason why i was doing the things i was doing and i can fix it and to get good grades and stuff like that but the personal life aspect like sometimes I would get very very depressive moods and sometimes I don't want to be doing anything I contemplate the future and I'm very hopeless and it's been it's been quite a roller coaster but yeah you know life has its ups and downs so you just gotta ride the waves I guess that's what they say (laughs) (laughs) have you found anything that like helps or have you like discovered anything that helps you in this time, like, with, like, coming to terms or accepting, like, the diagnosis of bipolar or, or, like, in general, like, anything that helps you, like, stay on top of your mental health and, like, with your good days and stuff? Definitely, like, keeping a journal really helps, guys. And I stress this a lot because sometimes what you're feeling in the moment, it won't be what you're going to feel tomorrow. So it's better to write things down when you're coming across like some sort of bad feeling or ailment or yeah, record like recording your thoughts. Trust me, feelings don't travel. So what you feel in a moment, they won't come with you to the next moment. So I highly recommend keeping a journal. You guys. Plus it's fun. Yeah. You're like talking to another person and the same person as you. Like if you write, if you keep a journal and then let's just say you come back to it years back and you're reading it. It's like so weird. You're just like, this is what I thought, huh? I found a lot of value in journaling. And actually on our last episode with CC, we also talked about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Like different people can, you, like, I think it's really like you can really personalize it and make it your own and kind of get out of it what you want. Thanks for suggesting that. I've been talking with my neighbor about mental health. And my neighbor has been telling me about how it's been so hard for university students. Like he's seeing what he's been doing to his friends. So I want to ask you guys about online and how, like what your experience with online schooling, especially in like post-secondary. What have you seen with other students or like your other friends that has gone through online? Like have they deteriorate? Have did you see like people letting themselves go? Yeah, I think we're good people to ask just because we've had pretty different experiences the first year, but also we've like kind of gone through it together in a weird way. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it definitely deteriorated my mental health and I've definitely had 
struggles with it. I mean, I don't think anyone really enjoys online school, but I do think that like people can handle it and like still succeed and like it isn't a problem for them. But like for me, I found that it was like, it was just like a struggle and like I didn't have any live classes for a semester. So, you know, I didn't have to go to anything or it was just all pre-recorded. So I could just watch it whenever, like any time of the day. And I think what I really need is structure. And even before like, you know, getting ready, like going to class, like I really need that. And structure was just thrown out the window. Like I just, I had to depend on myself and, and be like organized, which like, I don't know, I used to be very organized, I would say, or maybe that was quite a few years ago. But I think like after high school, or like since high school, that kind of went downhill, and I was not very organized. So especially in a time like this, where it's up to you like to organize when you're going to do your different tasks, it really helps. It's been a struggle. And then the ADHD diagnosis makes a lot of sense why I was struggling with a lot of things and getting things done. And yeah, also just like weirdly anxiety provoking some of the things like some of the lectures, like I did have two synchronous lectures uh, this past semester, which like was nice, at least so I could feel like I was in class. But then like I had tutorials which was interesting and like by the end like those gave me so much anxiety and like I kind of wonder like why is this giving me anxiety but it's an interesting experience and I really don't like I don't want to do it again and yeah it just was not fun do not recommend (laughs) but what about you Ada? I'm happy that you're asking us this question as well, Lana, and like that we're talking about this now, because even though we just finished first year, and it's not like we're graduating, like that's when we graduated high school last year. And like, there's obviously people graduating this year and graduating from university. But I still felt like I needed like to have some kind of ceremony or something to like, mark the end of first year, I really like structure. And I really like to like draw lines between things to like draw a line, like here's my first year. And then on the other side, here's my summer, like draw that finish line. So this is kind of a nice way like to share our experiences and put it behind us, I guess. Yeah, when I was like reflecting on first year, I was kind of thinking back to like my lowest points throughout the year. And I just remembered like on the first day of online university, I had to go to bed at 9 p.m. because staring at my screen all day and I guess like all the anticipation building up for the first day, I got the most terrible migraine and I felt like such a fool I don't know I was like what if I have this migraine every single day like how am I going to do school like how am I going to do my homework and I just like called my mom and I was kind of like crying and then I just I just like went to bed and I thought that would happen every day but the next day I didn't get a headache and the day after that I didn't get a headache like you know I would get headaches every now and then but I really thought of that first day, I would have a headache every day. And it was interesting, like you said, like feelings don't travel. I I really like that saying. So I think that was a very emotional headache for me. And like, luckily those emotions didn't travel on to the next day and throughout my year. Looking back on like the year, kind of thinking of the low points, some do stand out just because there were high points as well. And just to look back on like what I've overcome and what I've learned this year is very nice. I think for me, there was like a real change between first semester and second semester. Um, Unlike Michelle, I had synchronous classes all year, 
But I'm also the type of person where I really benefit from that face-to-face learning Mm -hmm. interaction. And like, as you can probably tell from me having a podcast, I really like to have a lot of attention on me, kind of like one-on-one learning or like that kind of thing. I did like a few office hours and things like that in first semester. Second semester, I really like made an effort to go to much more Zoom meetings and like put in the time there. And I found that by doing that, I actually like didn't have to put as much time in on my own and I could still get okay results in school yeah it's just been quite a journey I do feel like I've learned some things and I'm excited for second year I wish it wasn't online but well, do you guys know you do? whether your schools are going to be fully remote my school has been doing announcements saying that residences will be open which they weren't open this year and they're hopeful of having some in-person classes which I take to mean probably some you know upper year seminars and things like that probably not the big first year lectures I have no idea yeah I've gotten like one email saying like you know they want to like they're hopeful and you can see in their like writing they're very like careful but I don't know I'm very like not optimistic and like I don't see being in person happening but if it is going to happen it'll be like a hybrid of like in person and online which like what like I'm starting to think like I don't even know if I'll like that like I don't know that mm-hmm. almost seems like overwhelming or like I don't know so it's um interesting only time will tell and we'll see with everything going on what will happen <laughs> at least for me, I really get used to what I'm doing. Like I get used to my routine. So now with my routine of online school, I'm yeah, almost scared at the thought of going back to in person. Like I feel like there's so many like different things you need to get used to again, especially with the transition from high school to university. Before we start wrapping up the episode, I'd love to hear a bit more about your experience, Lana, because I know that you were describing like how the transition from grade 10 to grade 11, or not the transition, but like how your like approaches or like results from school kind of change between then and then at the end of grade 11, that's when um, COVID really started and we went into lockdown. Like how was that extra like cherry on top? Before COVID hit, I was struggling, like really, really struggling. Like I see COVID as a blessing in my, in terms of my experience, because grades weren't dropping and that was really 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 like it came at a good time because I was really falling apart online school this year has been uh also a roller coaster at first I liked it at least for the courses like the um social science courses like history and stuff like that even though you weren't getting a lot you had assignments like I enjoyed social science assignments like writing essays and stuff like that compared to like physics and calculus that was really hard because it's one of those hard subjects to do and doing it in a very short amount of time and in an accelerated pace is very hard this last quad is filled with chemistry and physics they and you know how in towards the end of school you're kind of like just trying to make it to the finish line you know whether with two legs or none (laughs) a lot of people have a lot of heavy course loads in their last quad and I'm like what kind of planning is this you can't do this to grade 12 like no it was horrible planning because a lot of people have physics 
and calculus together. Some people have physics and chemistry. And I'm like, what are you doing? But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I hope for the best my colleagues or my classmates who are um, struggling right now like the struggle is real like but we are trying to get that diploma right now I'm just trying to you know put in place those positive systems to help me you know motivate me to you know do well in school so when I transition to post-secondary it's not that hard um yeah I only have one course this quad like data management so I'm very lucky uh so yeah, it's been an overall, at first, a negative experience, but I've seen how far I've come. And sometimes you just got to see how far you've come. Like, I hope people understand, like, get from this podcast and who are, you know, going through something. You have to understand you didn't get there overnight. It sneaks up on you, whatever you're going through, like whether it be something sad or depression or a slump, it didn't happen overnight. It happens over time. Just like how you unwind it, it took you time to unwind and fall apart. It will take you time for you to get back on your feet. So please allow yourself that time to, you know, be okay and to get up and, you know, be your best self. It takes time and enjoy that process. Try to take every step, like, with things that you like. Actually, yeah, I was talking to one of a classmate of mine who who was an excellent student in high school, and she was amazing. So when she got to university, it was really hard because all of a sudden, like, things were going the way she wanted. And I was just like, no, don't don't feel that way, please. One of one, uh, best advice I was given by a teacher was the fact that um, whether you start high school, university, those four years are sort of for you to build your confidence and to build skills. Wow, Lana, those were such beautiful words that you've spoken and you've spoken so many today. So thank you very much. I know that you're so strong and you're going to have a smooth transition to post-secondary because I know it will be a challenge, but you're going to make it through. And right now you're so close to the finish line Mm -hmm. of high school. Thank you for sharing your story. It's been very inspiring to listen to. Thank you for having me, guys. I hope that you guys are all well and you guys continue this podcast. Before you go, I'd love to hear any song recommendation you would have for the listeners. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I've been listening to this song. I don't know if anybody knows this artist named FKJ. He's an amazing artist who tends to do a lot of instrumentals, but sometimes he collaborates with artists sing on his songs so i've been listening to this song called wrist and it's very poetic like especially the chorus so yeah and it's a nice smooth lo-fi beat i I really love it so fkj wrist featuring boz b-a-s lo-fi has definitely been one of my musical discoveries for myself that has really been helpful for me throughout this year kind of as a background music so i'll definitely give that a try but what about you, Michelle? Is there a song that you would like to recommend? I mean, I feel like I always say this, like, before we record an episode, I'm always, like, thinking, oh, what song? Like, there's so many. And I feel like there's a lot of, like, new stuff coming out. You know, like, last time I recommended a Charlotte Caldena song, Meaningless, and her album came out, I think, yesterday was a week that it came out and I was gonna suggest one of her songs but I was like oh I feel like I should choose another one 
like since I already suggested but yeah honorary mention is anyone who loves me is just such a good song from her new album so would recommend but uh I think I'll go with a cover song that I don't know I might even like this cover more than the original but the original is by the Rolling Stones and it's uh Wild Horses but the version that I really like is by the Sundays and it's just a very beautiful song and it it kind of like puts you in the feels kind of like nostalgic and sad but also can be happy like I think to everyone it's probably something different but I really like this cover so yeah Wild Horses by the Sundays definitely check it out we'll add all our songs to our playlist that keeps on growing that's just yeah I was listening to that playlist the other day and it's just so nice so yeah what about you, Ada? So the song I'm going to recommend is called Cigar by Tamino. Like Michelle, I feel like since we last recorded, I've just listened to so much music. It really helped me like push through to the finish line of first year. And there's been a lot of music that Michelle has recommended to me or just that I've been listening to new releases. But I discovered this artist, Tamino, and his album, Amir. I think halfway through the semester when I was kind of writing my midterms and I just listened to it on repeat while I was writing one of my essays and it's a very nice sound I really like it I think this song is similar to what Michelle was saying where it's kind of a sad song like the lyrics are pretty heavy hitting but it makes me very happy to listen to it it's just a very satisfying song so I hope you enjoy all of our songs it's just been a pleasure speaking to you both today yeah it was so nice and hopefully people get something out of it and you know we've all got this we're still here so yeah that's the word of the day well thank you lana yeah thank you so much michelle hope to see you guys soon bye